0: All my life, I've been about finding places where I can go uh, and make a difference. I think Twitter is a critical resource to the entire world. I think it's an extremely important platform. Now, the voice of that person, why is he relevant? And what does it have to do with Twitter? And could there be a lot more that's taken place on that particular platform than meets the eye, or even that we know or that some have theorized about. Brad Garrett, ABC News crime and terrorism analyst, taking a look at what Mudge has said and and what might really have been going on inside of Twitter. Brad, this one's interesting. Tell us about it.
1: Okay, so Mudge actually is Peter Zapko who... He really has a pretty impressive track record in the cybersecurity world going back to even when he was a teenager. He's now like 50. Uh, has worked at a number of corporations, has worked for the federal government on cybersecurity issues. Biden even approached him about being the chief information officer for the U.S., which is a big deal from a cybersecurity standpoint. But be that what it may, so he's a, on the surface appears to be a really solid guy. So he was hired uh, in 2020 to try to clean up cybersecurity issues at at Twitter. And then they hired another CEO. He got crosswise with him, and then he got fired. But he's now told the SEC, which is the appropriate way to do it, to let them investigate it, that two general areas are woefully lacking from cybersecurity. One is internally, where... Their ability to keep track of employees entering accounts, looking up information, apparently there's not a mechanism to do that. I mean, I'll tell you, Brian, quickly, like in the FBI, if I log in credentials so forth, and then I would pull up a file and read it, it would show the date that I pulled it up, how long I looked at it, generally what it was, and when I logged off. And, you know, corporations have that all the time just to keep track of who's looking at what information because there's some things, obviously, it's like, well, you don't really even need to be looking that up. Obviously, employees don't need to be looking up your Twitter account and mine. So that's one aspect. The other is external, where the ability to hack into a person's account. I mean, we've heard about the high-profile Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Michael Bloomberg, Elon Musk. Accounts have been hacked in the in the past, and so you can see where this can go, both from a criminal standpoint, but also from a because of heads of state. So many of them are on Twitter. I mean, you could be pretty nefarious if you chose to um, on Twitter.
0: Well, it's a good point, Brad, and we know that Twitter. What happens there often drives the news cycle. Um, you know that most certainly was the case during the prior administration, but just in, the, in you know the daily course of action you have major news organizations that quite literally have people that just sit there and monitor twitter
1: exactly and so the idea that you could hack into you know a legitimate left or right reporter whomever it might be that reports all the time and then under their name report something that's clearly not true Uh, and and unfortunately that's happened i'm going to guess more times than you and i would like to think
0: yeah brad um I've wondered, and you know, just based upon your level of expertise, your knowledge of this particular situation, uh, and, and what's being asserted here, I had a situation that came up that um, was really interesting several years ago, just out of nowhere. I'd been verified on Twitter for a number of years, and I had long been a fill-in for Mark Levin on his radio show, and it, it, so those things were were static just so happened that I was guest hosting for Live In, uh, you know, one January. What was this? I think it was January 2019, if memory serves. And all of a sudden, I have people asking me, hey, are you still at Bright Mud Radio? And I said, yeah. They said, well, you're not verified anymore. We just didn't know what happened there and whatever. And so I, I thought, well, something weird must have happened. So I reached out to Twitter, never heard anything, never got any response from anybody mm. there. And then just mysteriously, um, I had the... Uh, I do some analysis for the BBC on occasion, and the the BBC asked me about it when they were doing a story about Twitter and some of this other stuff because they knew that had come up. And uh, in a somewhat fascinating sense, um, you know, it was like two, three weeks after that segment, I'm verified again, and this is like a year and a half later now. So Mm -hmm. what I've wondered is could this be a situation at Twitter to where their internal controls just aren't that great? What I think might have happened in my situation, in my hypothesis, and, and that's all it is, I don't know, is that I hacked off somebody who was, you know, in a position to verify or unverify somebody on Twitter. I hacked them off when I was, uh, you know, guesting for Levin, and uh, they were like, oh, crap, when the BBC covered it and, and put it back. I mean, c- could that be what a lot of this is, so you, that you have some some rogue actors that may be just not really all that accountable to other people in the organization?
1: Oh, I think there's probably no doubt of that. If, 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 even if you believe half of what Zatko is saying, and again, I think he's a, a solid guy and probably what he's saying is in fact a problem. I mean, you know, they had a person a few years ago, an internal person that was giving information to the Saudis on Saudi dissidents that use Twitter. And you can imagine what the Saudis did with that as far as locating people, telephone numbers, email addresses, whatever it might be. So, yeah, I mean, the internal controls, I mean, they're both obviously important, external and internal, but in particular, because an employee would have access to your account, my account, uh, and maybe be able to manipulate accounts without oversight is really troubling.
0: Especially yeah, as we talked about, given the influence of all this. Now, you also have another interesting take on this deal. Obviously, we have Twitter that has been in this uh, now legal battle with Elon Musk, mm. uh, who is, you know, looking at maybe trying to back out of this deal. And he's alleged that, uh, you know, among other things, Twitter just does not have good in- internal controls. And that's allowed a lot of bots or fake accounts out there. And they haven't been able to provide even an accurate accounting. Of how many accounts might be bots, might be fake. Perhaps this lends credibility to to his assertions.
1: Well, it, yes, and it may perhaps help him get out of the Twitter deal if, in fact, he's still headed that direction. You know, the thing about bots, Brian, as you all know, is that they they're just computer programs. Obviously, they're not human beings that are used to flood Twitter and fill in the blank social media with you know, disinformation, you, you name it, and it's probably in a bot. That both the Russians, the Chinese, the Iranians, do they dump stuff on these social media accounts to sort of get us going one direction or the other? Of course they do. And so I think what Zatko is saying is that, and, and to Must's point, is that, you know, bots are really, if you don't know about them and what they're, where they're coming from, who is, like, behind X bot, you know, you've got real problems on control. And it, it's, it, it's, it really is a big problem that, I, I, do I think it's fixable? I, I don't know that if it's 100% fixable, but what is saying is it's not really even being addressed the way it's, it, based on current cybersecurity protocols, it's not being addressed adequately.
0: Very interesting. It's one more reason why I'm kind of rooting for Elon to uh, to be forced
1: by Twitter. Uh,
0: Brad Garrett, ABC News Crime and Terrorism <laughs> Analyst. Uh, appreciate it, Brad. Always it good talking with you.
1: Likewise. Take care, Brian.
0: All right. And uh, we'll be right back with Natalie. And then we're going to be joined by Congresswoman Maria Alvira salazar Next here on the Brian Mud Show. News Radio 610 WIOD.